Today, we're going to wrap up the conversations on the communications matrix. For those of you who are listening for the first time, if you scroll back three or four episodes, you will catch the gist of the conversation. Uh, the idea that we, the ideas we've been playing with so far, are the idea that communication is a cyclical process and not just a linear process. So it's not just A to B, end of story, but it's a cycle. It's more like A to B and then B back to A, and we keep going round and round and round. And that as uh, professionals, as professional salespeople, professional wedding planners, professional photographers, or whatever it is that you do, we should be much more concerned with effective communications uh, and not just that we sent the message across. So we want to know that the message got there, that it was efficacious, and that it is going to take us to the next step that we want to achieve in the sales process or in dealing with the client. So we're concerned with how useful was the communications and not just that we sent it. So it's not just I sent the email, end of story, uh, the bride didn't pay attention, it's her fault. It's a matter of I intended to get A, B, C and D done and I sent the email to the bride and I followed up and I got the response that we needed to move us to the next stage, uh, whatever that stage might happen to be with your interaction with the bride or the groom or whichever customer that you have. Now, uh, since we've run through a couple of things prior, that's the source and the message, <clears throat> and uh, that is built around the intent that we have for the message and making sure that our communications is uh, clear. We've also looked at encoding and the channel, and that uh, involves all the thought processes that we run through. We we'll want to decide the format we're going to put it across. Is it going to be voice? Is it going to be text? Um, and then the channel. Since we've decided it's going to be voice, is this going to be a phone call? Is it going to be a voice note? Or if we decide that it's going to be text, is it going to be an SMS? Is it going to be an email? Or is it going to be a WhatsApp message? And then we've also looked at the process of decoding uh, that happens when the receiver gets the message, and that is when they take your words, your voice note, your whatever it is that you have sent, and they filter it through their perspective, their expectations, their biases, their culture, um, you know, all the fuzzy stuff that happens in the process of uh, communications. And so that brings us now to the end of the um, of the items in the matrix, and that is feedback and context. So the feedback is concerned with how useful the message was. <clears throat> Excuse me. So there's no point in insisting that we sent the email or that we made the phone call or we sent the SMS, uh, but it didn't help us to achieve the aim that we wanted. So if you send out your blast and um, you didn't get any action in return, then your communication was not effective. And we should be focusing on being effective in the communications process. So um, I'm sure you can see how it is clearly tied to the beginning, which is um, clear intent. So for instance, I'm dealing with a bride right now. They have paid the deposit and it's for us to supply the photo booth at their wedding. Not the photography services, but just the photo booth. That's the machine that people use uh, for um, the selfies and, you know, all the fun photos during the reception. So they've paid the deposit and the next step for us 
uh, my partner and I, Shagun, who actually owns the photo booth. The next step is to decide on the technical stuff. Where's the booth going to be? What kind of powering requirements um, do we need? Uh, you know, things of that nature. And so I called the bride and we exchanged a couple of messages and her response was, oh, the wedding planner will have all the information. She'll put you through here, her contact details. She's going to contact you on Monday. So that's an example of useful uh, communications and the desirable feedback that we need when we're dealing with our clients. So this is the stage that we're at. This is what we need next. This is what I did to try and communicate. And this is the kind of the response that I got back. So in that case, it was a successful communications effort. So we should always be focusing on how useful and the um, efficacy of the whole process. That's the only thing that we should uh, focus on. So you can't just say, I sent the message, there was no response. So anyhow, anyhow, on Saturday, we'll go there. or Whatever it is we see, we'll just run it any which way. So we should be uh, much more concerned, not just with fulfilling all righteousness. I've done my part. But we should be concerned with making sure that our communications um, efforts are effective, that we achieve our purpose, achieve our goal. And um, okay, so apart from feedback, uh, the context is the the context of the communications is the final element in the matrix that we're going to look at, and the context is all that soft stuff, the environment and the situation of the conversation. You've been listening for a while, then you'll remember the example that I gave of the elderly Yoruba couple that I was dealing with, the man who was, uh, I think at the time he was uh, over, over 70, at the time I was just a little over 30, and I referred to uh, the man while talking to his wife, I referred to him as, um, I spoke about him as your husband, and then um, the wife had a really big blowout. And she shouted and she kept on going like, what do you mean? You should address him with respect. We have grandchildren that are older than you and blah, blah, blah. You call him daddy. How can you say your husband? Blah, 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 blah. So these are the soft kind of things that we're looking at when we uh, talk about the context of the communications. So, um, you know, the sex of the people concerned, you know, man or woman, the age, old versus young, the environment. Are you in church? Are you at an office? Are you at the Hilton Hotel? Are you guys in the market? Um, what else? You know, basically all the extra stuff involved uh, in the conversation. So we also have to take the context into the account. Sorry, into account when we're coming up with um, when we decide on what the message is going to be and the channel that we're going to send it across through. And it's one of the things that I have really enjoyed uh, learning about in dealing with um, my partner uh, Shagun, who handles video. We don't really have a formal partnership like that per se. We just happen to go to the same secondary school and the same university. And uh, it turns out that we're in the same line of business. So we do a lot of business together. So I've noticed that for him and his whole crew, this is something that they're really good at. So if they get into a posh setting, everybody's on top of their game and they're all posh and they use proper grammar, write English and everything. And then if they meet people who are not as refined, let me put it that way, you know, they switch easily into vernacular and into Yoruba or Hausa or whatever it is that uh, they need to get the job done. So it's not being um, fake or being inauthentic. It is just adapting to the context and the environment of the conversation. And so that determines uh, how you move forward from there. So with that, we'll wrap it up on 
the communications uh, matrix, all the things that you need to take into account when coming up with your message. I'll just repeat something that I've said over and over again. Now, for those of you who are professionals in the business, uh, professional communicators, you know, media people, you study mass communications or what have you, you're going to say that all the elements I've looked at were greatly abridged. And yes, that is true. I'm only just speaking about uh, these elements because I think that is all the common man re really needs to know anyway. And when I say common man, I mean people like you and me. That's those of us who are not communications professionals, you know, we're not in the professional uh, media space. So I think this is pretty much everything we need to know uh, to be um, effective or to look at communications in a new perspective that will allow us to be effective. So there are other elements if you are interested, um, you know, go over on the internet or speak to your younger brother or sister who is still in school. If they are studying mass communications, you can have a look at their notes and you get to uh, discover what the other elements are. But bear in mind that the most important thing that my old man tried to pass across to me at the time and what I'm trying to pass across to you guys right now, if you're not familiar with the idea, is that communications is cyclical and not linear. So you are not just sending an arrow from A to B, but you are sending a loop from A to B. And when B receives the message and they understand it, we hope to get some feedback and then they send the loop back to us. And then we review, revise and go over the communications process all over again. So at the next um, recording, we'll look at some other elements of uh, communications uh, like tone, body language, uh, you know, stuff like that. And then uh, truly we'll bring it uh, communications to a close. But for now, we're done with the communications matrix. Now we'll just move on to elements of communications. And I hope that is becoming um, increasingly clear, especially from some of the examples that I used with the elderly couple and uh, with this bride that we are working on the photo booth with, you know, how some of these ideas translate to those of us who are wedding and event uh, industry professionals. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. I will catch you guys at the next recording.